You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Josh, I'm not answering any of your Star Wars questions. No, no, Daisy, you're not. You're answering her Star Wars questions. Are you being tested for midichlorians? Is Snoke palpating? Are you the last Jedi? What's the deal with Raylo? Why don't you answer my damn questions? Welcome to My Star Wars Life, a look at news, reviews, and other happenings from a galaxy far, far away. Here are your hosts, Scotty and JD. Welcome to My Star Wars Life, Episode 2. Hi. We're Attack of the Clones. <laughs> oh, oh, you weren't talking to me? Sorry. <laughs> We're talking to everyone out everyone, there. Oh, okay. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as my co-host... JD? Hi. Oh, we need to get you a title. Uh, what? I don't know. You, I mean, I'm the Native American pop culture spirit guide. Apparently. I've been that for a while, but... Uh, <laughs> um, and Stephanie on the other podcast, if you haven't listened to we do another show called... Um, the Weekly Mopcast, and she's the facil- facilitator of fun. The facilitator of fun. Yeah, Stephanie, the facilitator of fun. We gotta get you something. You, 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 mm. you do have your own Star Wars card. I do. So sort of. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm I not, mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying how it got made. I'm just saying it exists. It does <laughs> exist, and it's been given as prizes in tournaments. So I mean, I think. <laughs> I, I think we will. We'll, 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 we got a couple of weeks. We'll come up with a cool pilot name or a call sign for you. He's thinking about it. I am thinking about it. He's thinking about it. He can't see me think. You <laughs> might be able to smell it, but you can't see it. You can't see him think. Well, I mean, if we're going to go that route, it should be like, I don't know, Rogue something. <laughs> Rogue JD. Rogue JD. <laughs> Which, you know, actually aptly describes some of my comments sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, lots of happening in Star Wars news this week, or last couple weeks. Let's see. Um, let's start, we'll start talking about Star Wars Celebration, which is happening in April. I'll be there, and I'll be talking to a lot of people. We'll have some interviews and stuff for that for you afterwards um, when I come back from that. But they announced uh, celebrity guests, some celebrity guests. And so they had pre-autographed, you could buy autographed tickets. So some of the celebrity guests, the big one was Felicity Jones from Rogue One, Jen Erso herself. Mm Mm-hmm. You can meet her and get a picture with her for $250. You can get an autograph for $200 and together for $50. Not even a discount. That's that, well, you know, new hotness. <laughs> she did. She was nominated for an Oscar. Not for being Jen Erso, but yeah. she, she was nominated for an Oscar. So, uh, But, yeah, so uh, I won't pay that for her. No offense to her, and if you do, I'm, you know, I'm glad you're doing. It. I'm glad someone is, because uh, I mean, you know, I don't disparage any fan, but no. I just, uh, I, I, 
I'm not ponying up for tickets this year, so let alone <laughs> go into so you know. So if you had money, <laughs> to, well, to the money, not the, like if you had money, you know, but if you had the money, either one was fine. Honestly, uh, who living in Star Wars? Who whose autograph would you pay for? Whose autograph would I pay for? I'd really just like to see what BB-8 did to a card. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Either rolls over it or sets it on fire. Um, wow. Uh, I mean, I'd love to have Mark Hamill's. Yeah, Mark Hamill's would be cool. I mean, uh, I, I'd like Harrison Ford's. However, I, I would fear the look I got asking him for one. <laughs> see, I don't know if he signs. I, and I haven't looked. Right. Um, he was at Celebration Europe. But I don't think he saw, I don't think they did any signings. But I mean, I don't know. I I I'd also, yeah, yeah. I don't, um, I mean, I wouldn't mind Oscars, you know, because Poe's the man. Oh, Poe's the man. And I'll, I'll I, love me some Poe. I think Oscar Isaac would sign. Yeah, I think he would sign. I oh, I think he would. I'm just I think saying. You think it would be cool? Right, man. Yeah. You're like really? You will? No, you do. Yeah, you're the man. <laughs> My man crush. You on look Poe. at him. He's all. My he, man crush. He's on all Poe. got blood. He blushes and he gets. He, he gushes. That's cute. Yeah, I think I said last week. I loved. I loved Wedge in the originals. And yep. I loved Poe in the in the new ones. Uh, this podcast will air afterwards, but uh, I may meet Wedge. <laughs> Which <would be laughs> sort <awesome>. of, sort <laughs> of. So, um, but I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. I want to finish out. Um, I'm trying to think who I would get. Um, Billy Dee Williams. I'd like to get Lando. I, lo- I love Lando. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Lando fan. And I think, I mean, he does signs. That's a part of, Mark Hamill does too. Mark Hamill signs really interesting though. Yes, he does. At the, uh, uh, especially on the tops cards. Uh-huh. And so he, he puts comments, which are great. So yeah. I kind of would want that. But then again, you know, I'm a, you know, we talked about last episode how we played the Star Wars card game. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to get uh, cards signed. Yeah. And so there's not really enough room to do a funny joke, but I don't know. Maybe like who still plays this? You know, <laughs> lots of people. Lots. Um, let's see. So, uh, so Felicity Jones is going to be there. Um, Ian McDermott, so the Emperor himself. He's at ninety. I'm considering it. Yeah, I am. Like age or cost? Cost. No, <laughs> I think he's in the seventies. Yeah, but um, I just I love the Emperor. I do. I really <laughs> like like. I like Sidious too. I like I like the whole thing. I just like, but then again, I could. I don't know. Here here's here's what I should do. Realistically, I like Sam Whitner, who does the voice for him in Clone Wars and Rebels, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I just get him, right? Because <laughs> I like that version of like. I don't I don't know if you saw the Darth Maul versus, um, Palpatine fight, one Sidious fight in Clone Wars. I have not, actually. I will show you that before we leave. Okay. It is pretty epic. and um, But it, it's funny because it's Sam Whitmer. Doing, he, he does Maul's voice, too, so it's him having a fight with himself. <laughs> and it's epic. It's epic. And he's, a, he's like the super Star Wars nerd. He knows, like, everything. There's a, 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 there's a, there's a quiz show that's on um, YouTube. It's a, like a pop culture quiz show. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, Sam Whitner and uh, Freddie Prince Jr., who does Kanan's voice, right. team up and a- ask answer questions. And Whitner is like a machine. <laughs> man, it's just like, but damn, but damn. It's like, well, exactly. Which, which part of the movie are you talking about? Because it's gonna be. Th- I mean, it was like, I thought I knew stuff. Right. I can't. I, don't, I can't hang. I was like, 
<laughs> I mean, I, I, I though I'd like to try. So, but yeah, Ian McDermott's going to be there. Um, uh, Deep Roy, who was uh, Drupy McCool. Nice. And, and, and Yoda in some scenes. He's going to be there. Um, I think it's Steve Bloom who plays Zeb on Rebels. He's going to be there. Um, the guy who plays Biggs. We looked him up, and I can't think of his name. Uh, I, I think Get I still have it brought up on IMDb. Hold yeah. on. Yes, Garrick Hag Hagen. Hagen. He's, he's Hagen. And so I paid for autographs for him and for um, uh, Zeb. So. Cool. Because I like yeah, I like Zeb. Zeb's cool. I like. I love Rebels and like <laughs> the the lady who plays Governor Price from season three. But there's not like any. So uh, I'm really specific about what I try to get signed and uh, typically cards, gaming cards, and or if there's not a gaming card, I like uh, to get the um, like the, the collective books or whatever. It's like a, like a, the the guide to Rebels or oh, okay. those kind of things. Yeah. And I've got the season two guide, but it doesn't have her. She's not in it. So, and there's not season three out. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I may have to wait till next time when there's something to sign. Sure. I hope Ashley Eckstein's going to be there. Um, she probably will be with her universe. So I can get my Ahsoka Tano stuff signed. Nice. Yep. Um, I bought, um, so, her, you know, she runs this company called her, her universe, which is, you know, basically fangirl clothing accessories and stuff mm -hmm. and they just got bought by hot topic and so this f christmas they had a deal where you bought something from hot from her universe and you got a, a sokotano pin okay like a, a enamel pin mm -hmm. and so i had to have that <laughs> And so I bought Steph a shirt, a Star Wars shirt. For, I found like the cheap. I'm horrible. I was like, all right, eleven dollars. All right. <laughs> oh, look, it's in Steph's size. Excellent. Perfect. And so you get a Star Wars shirt, and I'm she's happy to have it. I get the pin. You got the pin. And, but the cool thing about the pin in the box that autographed. Is it? Yeah. So there was like a five hundred of them. She signed five hundred things, man. I can't imagine that. I, mean, I can't either. I mean, they do like it in my waves. wrist would just fall off. And I have to do it in waves. Yeah. I have to. I just. I mean, granted. Love to be there in that problem, having that problem, right. but you know, there's now you get. I've seen people get a stamp, <laughs> just boom, 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 old school stamp. Um, there's someone also who one of the puppeteers in Jabba, Jabba's Jabba the Hut. He's gonna be there too, and but okay, yeah, I'm like have him sign the tailpiece of a Jabba card or something. <sighs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm getting that. Yeah, it's not not a thing I'm into. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, so uh, celebrations coming up. There's a uh, doing a Disney thing there Friday night at celebration uh, during celebration at Disney. They're having they're opening a park lake for for Star Wars fans. Mm -hmm. So they're having special events and Star Wars signings and pictures and things like that. So yeah. I'm poning up the hundred thirty dollars for that. Nice to go pretend like I'm seven. I, <laughs> I wish when did when did celebration start? When did they start doing those? Episode one, I think. So right after I worked at Disney, so I didn't get to actually go there while I worked there. Right. Nice. Well, so okay. I mean, so much is the fan convention. So it really, I mean, it was, it's, it's Luke official, Lucasfilm's official convention. They started doing it, and they only did it for a while with, like, movie releases. Or I think they just did them for movie releases. Uh -huh. But now it's going to be every year because they've got movie releases right. coming every year. So <laughs> it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't know the history. This will be my first celebration. I, you know, and I'm... Typically, I wouldn't go, but it's in Orlando. That's so close. Yeah. And so, 
why not? And um, Stephanie has a condo in Orlando that she's letting me use. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the board is taken care of. There so I'm like, awesome. Yay. So plan to fly down there and use Uber a lot. <laughs> you know, I just thought of something. You know, you talk about they're, they're releasing movies like every year right now. Yeah. You know, and the interest is going to be high because it's Star Wars. So they're going to make the money. But what happens when they really kind of run out of the secondary characters to, to make the one-offs? You know, the Han Solo movie, the, the Boba Fett movie that's not happening but was happening for a while. Right. You know, what happens like in 10 years? Uh, here's the documentary on how landing gears for YT-1300s are made. I think they'll do something like they did with Rogue One. The cool thing about Rogue One is that it it's a whole movie that comes from a paragraph in uh, the open crawl. Right. I mean, really, it's, you know, the Death Star plans have been taken, and it talks, talks about the battle that happened and the victory the Rebels had and the Death Star plans. Yeah. And they built a whole movie off that. Okay. And they gave us characters from Rogue One that um, we can like and appreciate and... Literally out of thin air. There's yeah. no one connects. There's not a connect. The only connecting person in Rogue One, well, the two, the only connecting people are pretty much Vader and Tarkin, mm-hmm. and Leia at the end. But it's and Mothra. I mean, she's in there. Oh yeah, Mom Mothra's in there, <laughs> and, and um, Bell Organa's in there too. So, but but like major characters, right? You know, right. Sorry, Bell Organa was never really a major character. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad Jimmy Smith came in to do it, but uh, but really, I mean, everybody else is completely brand new. Yeah, and did he frustratedly, frustratedly, you know, knock his ring against the railing? <laughs> That's when he goes Sipowitz. <laughs> but uh, so I I think Lucasfilm is creative enough to create somebody for us to care about and I think I mean there's proven I mean look um, they they did it in animated wise and there's tons of anime Sokotano came out of nowhere mm-hmm. I mean Dave Filoni came up with her and and Ahsoka as awesome as she she is was not very well liked for a while oh really oh no when Clone Wars come out she was the most hated character like the, the Clone Wars movie yeah uh, oh she because you know it's young snips I mean she's <laughs> what she's 13 yeah 12 or 13 and she's like she's calling anakin sky guy and you know just it's it's almost so out of the star wars element mm-hmm. but it fits very well it's weird and it's <laughs> and so she was and people were like she's annoying as jar jar it was, it was that bad oh. and but dave only knows what he's doing and he he makes this character progress every year and you start caring for her. I wasn't an Ahsoka fan. I mean, I knew Ahsoka. I wasn't like crazy about Ahsoka until Rebels. Yeah. You know, with the, when in the season one, when she's Fulcrum, you're like, well, that's cool. That I mean, I, I wasn't as nearly as excited as everyone else was, but I understood it. Mm-hmm. And then season two, I'm like, well, okay, I understand why Ahsoka's awesome. Then I'm going back and watching some of this stuff and like, I, I totally get it. So I'm like, I'm on board. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally <laughs> on board on the Ahsoka fandom. I'm totally on board on that. Awesome. But yeah, I think they'll they'll come up with something. They will. I, I was mean, just, I'm, I was just being. So I mean, because you know, you're, they're gonna eventually run out of ideas. So let's have a, you know, how it's made documentary on YT thirteen hundred. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> I would too. I would. 
I mean, look, I would watch a I would watch a buddy cop movie with Forlom and Zuckus. <laughs> Subbed or dubbed? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come here. I mean, imagine a buddy cop movie. It's like you know, two bounty hunters. One's a robot. The other one's a, a fine's been hooked on uh, spice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a movie. It's a movie. We should pitch that. The Mist Hunter. See, you're right. <laughs> All right, so Lucasfilm, if you're listening, and I know you are, yeah. me and JD are p- pitching The Mist Hunter, the Mist our, Hunter. Our, our buddy cop movie, uh, <laughs> Forlom and Zuckus. Forlom and Zuckus. And I'll, I'll cut in our, our buddy Jake Stevens Fred from forlomandzuckus.com because uh, I know he'd want to be involved in this. So, <laughs> so we'll three will write a script. One of us will direct. We'll be cheaper than Gareth Edwards. <laughs> Excellent. Just trying to now figure out how to make this work. Yeah, I know. We should concentrate on what we're doing now and worry about Zucklom later or whatever. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's a... Anyway. <laughs> but um, also, you've got the expanded universe and they're bringing stuff in. I mean, you know, honestly, I would love to see like a... While I think... Um, a, a live action version of Shadows of the Empire would be what I was out of the way, but an animated version? Do a really sharp animated version of Shadows of the Empire? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd love to see Caesar come back. Oh, I'd like to see Caesar appear. You I would know, love just, to see Falling in, in canon. Yes. Um, and, uh, I mean, Dash, you know, him, I, not just the outright. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know what the holdup with Lucasfilm and Dash Rendar is. There's something going on that it's like. Maybe he owes them money. I don't know. It's I understand the Mar, Mar Jade thing. I would want Mar Jade in a heartbeat in Star Wars, but episode seven makes Mar Jade difficult now. Right. Because an eight may make her completely impossible, but sure. seven makes her difficult. Unless. You know, when she dropped Ray off on Jakku, she went off and left Luke too, and she's going to do something that's going to be in episode nine. We'll see. I can hope. Dude, redheads, come on. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is completely true, but, and I'm just assuming, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming this based on Star Trek, so let me <gasps> let me go to the other universe for a second. I, I don't even know if I can listen anymore. <laughs> All right, so there's a Star Trek show called Voyager. And on Voyager, there's a character called Tom Paris. And originally, Tom Paris was supposed to be this other character that was on Star Trek Next Generation for an episode, Nick Larkano. I just need to like, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just need to, you switched to Greek on me. All right, so... so, so, so they're both played by the same guy. Okay. The idea was they were going to hire the guy who played Nick Larcano to be Nick Larcano on Voyager. Okay. They decided against that because they would have to pay the writer of that particular episode royalties for every episode that that guy was on. Okay. And so he was supposed to, he's the pilot of the ship, so he'd be on a lot of episodes in you know they were expecting seven years and right. 24 episodes and so it's not in their best interest or their budget to do that so they instead made tom paris hired the same guy he looks you know and he's tom you know that's how that happens 
I wonder if that's the same situation with things like Marjade and Thrawn. And so, like, Timothy's on to both of them. Right. So, Thrawn's in Rebels. So, he's getting some kind of money for that, I would imagine. He also was a consultant. They brought him on as a consultant for that. So, he's getting that kind of money. Yeah. And so, but I, I mean, I wonder if he's getting, you know, how much... It's a weird situation. While I created this crown, you own it, but I created it. How much? How much? How much royalty do I get out of it? Right. And so I don't understand how that deal works, but it's just the thought I had. Yeah. So you know that would explain like Mara being very difficult. How much do they really want to pay him when it's when it's while she's important. I'm a huge Mara Jade fan. Me too. Uh, and a lot of fans are. Fans would kill for Mara Jade. Sure. Um, but realistically how do we get her and if, if it's the money if you if they really want to pay Timothy's on to put I mean is it is the money different for Thrawn being on TV and not in a movie or I mean, an, I mean it's just animated a, versus live right I mean I there's mean, all these questions and so I mean you know and you know one thing I know about the entertainment business it all comes down to money right and so how much money do they wish I mean do we really need to pay X dollars when we can just make another redhead and give her a blue light, you know, or whatever, a yellow lightsaber <laughs> and call her Jade Mara <laughs> or whatever. But I, I would kill for Mara Jade. Mara Lapus Lazuli. <laughs> and, I, I, and, I, and also, like, like Ahsoka, I wasn't on the Mara Jade fandom until way later. Yeah. I, I remember reading that first one. I can't remember the name of the book that she first. I mean, it's got to be Heir to the Empire, Yeah, she's Heir to the Empire. And uh, she's such a badass. And like running around with card and talent card, right? And and that whole just that whole arc, and then the slow realization with her and Luke. I mean, it took span over books. Yeah, I, that mean, was, I mean, it was great. And yeah. she's still like even later on when she's a mom, she's still like the mom you don't mess with. Right. Can you imagine bringing your friends home and Mara Jade's your mom, and like you messed up at school? <laughs> I mean, you just uh, um. Ma, so so let's 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 use Mara to segue into this next thing I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about relationships in Star Wars, and how they are never good for people. Right. <laughs> it, or, you know, it never seems to work out. No. And, no. and so, uh, apparently, in canon, we have the the one relationship that we wanted to work Han and Leia. Right. Doesn't work. Something happens. Something. <laughs> Ky- Kylo happens. Kylo yeah, ben, happens. Ben happens. And uh, so that that screwed that whole thing up. Right. And so they're apart going back to the only thing they knew, politics and smuggling. <laughs> I, that, I, Both criminals got right, it. Right, right. <laughs> I'm 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 I was bothered by the fact that their relationship broke. I was really hurt by that. Yeah, oh the yeah. I was I was also shattered when you know we get Han and Leia's not there with him and on the on when they first show up on the Falcon and that with that weird beast you know chasing them through the holes of the yeah. freighter that Han has miraculously found the, the Falcon Rathtar. with yeah it, I, I want to know what happened like specifically right because I've seen I was reading a theory that the whole Ben Kylo thing wasn't what they were talking about 
when they were talking about their relationship and about what happened. There's, oh. there's, a, there's a theory out there that it's not what he did that caused them to not really be together. So um, I don't know. But and, and maybe they were doomed for the start. He's the you know the scoundrel who does it, and she's from a different world. I mean, maybe it was doomed <laughs> for them. But you know, in 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 the space, space fairy space grease lightning, right? But in <laughs> no, okay. I won't, I won't, I'm trying to go into Star Wars eleven, and I won't do it. I won't do it. I'm trying to I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a Star Wars version. I was just like, nope, not going to happen. But <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> Um, it's the fairy tale. We want the fairy tale to work. I mean, the the moment on Endor when the battle's over, and you know Han's all like, I, I I don't think Luke was on that thing, and she's he's like, you know, hey, yeah, you know. two are close. So I'm gonna step back, and she's like, no, he's my brother, and he's that whole like the moment of relief you right. see. It's like, I, I I'm getting the girl. Yeah, and and then you don't, which you is. Don't. But then, I mean, Leia is, is such a headstrong character that, and, and and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying she knows who she is and what she's there to do. Um, she was a strong, especially for 1977, right? A strong female lead, right? That hadn't really been there then, a little bit. You know, we got Cagney and Lacey and Leia, right? <laughs> and. Uh, She's not gonna settle, and I mean, and I don't think Han's gonna settle to to be just a normal family. Han seeks the adventure, and Leia's got to go change the universe. Yeah, but but I'm not, I'm not saying that they're going to you know become the nuclear family, have a Ben, right. and 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 have the you know the the Wookiee Gardner, right. <laughs> Uncle 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 Chewbacca, you know whatever. I. I think they can have their cake in eighty two. Um, I'm not familiar. I, I kind of know their relationship in the comics. Mm-hmm. I read the Dark Horse stuff, but right. and, and it seems stable. You know, I know there is, and I guess this is in the Thrawn trilogy. Maybe it's been a while since I've read. I've read them like a thousand years ago, but um, Leia gets some sort of Jedi training for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of Nogri hung out with her because they call her Lady, Lady Vader. Vader. Lady yep. Vader. But she goes off to do her thing with the Force when she's pregnant with the twins, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Because the twins are all out of the Thrawn trilogy, right? Yeah. That all happens then, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and so, you know, Han, Han continues to do his service for the Rebellion or Republic. The, the, the Alliance. But they seem to always come in the meet in the middle kind of thing, is and so, yeah. But reading as many of those books as I've read, um, the Legends universe now, um, there has always sort of been a general feel. Now, I mean, I may have been misread between the lines, but like Leia, aside from the Jedi training thing, she was—I mean, she was, she was the Chancellor for a while, you know, of the of the New Republic, you know, and then she. Step down for Borsk Fela or whatever that Boffin's name in, who's a complete jerk. Uh, but, but, but she was still like, like Padme was still heavily involved in the politics and making sure the universe was running smoothly. So, and Han kind of was the stay-at-home dad. 
because when these books happened and he actually got to have an adventure, there was like that, ooh, I get to go outside feel to it. And like, I get to go do what I like to do. And I'm not saying he was unhappy because he had Leia, but I, and I, I really think the books did justice to their relationship. You know, of course, you know, we've now lost Jason, Jaina, and Anakin now that there's Ben. Um, we lost Ben too. Let's and, be honest. And well, we lost the other Ben. Yeah, and that's that, that's my next conversation. I want to bring this back to Mar and Luke. Yeah, but um, I I think it's a I thought I thought it was a mistake to break up Han Leia and, and and maybe it's I mean now it's difficult because Carrie's passed on and Harrison's mm-hmm. you know Han's dead in, right. in this show. And Harrison's trying to kill himself in an airplane, and <laughs> it was years ago. No, it happened the other yesterday. Again? Yeah, uh, he had an incident with a passenger airplane, oh. and, uh, flying close over it, and so, like, they may take his license. It's that serious. Well, he is like, what? Also seventy? Yeah, he's in his seventies. Yeah. Is he older than Ian McDermott? We were talking about. No. No, can't be. Can't be. We'll, we'll look it up. We'll Google course. it later. We'll Google it later. <laughs> So I didn't I didn't hear that story this first yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I thought you were talking about when he broke his arm like when they first started filming No, Force no, he, no, he, no, because he crashed the plane right after that. Right. But no, he had an incident today, or not today, but yesterday. <laughs> As of this recording, so a week That's, ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so, but, um, so, I don't know. I, I don't think, like I said, I don't think I would have written it that way. I think... Because I'm a romantic at heart, and I just wanted to make it right. I wanted it to work. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Because my own failed marriage, I want something to work. <laughs> I don't have that impetus, but <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but you have a good marriage, yeah. And, so, and, and you wanted to work. So and, and you, so I want everybody else's to work. How's right. that? It makes sense to me. Um, but now let's flip it to to Mara and Luke, who had that long courtship. Right. I mean, Luke had one. Uh, I mean, Luke has a Luke has a terrible track record. With yeah, women. there's a ghost. There's a ghost. Um, there's the one that dies in Dark Empire Two. Yeah. And uh, and then Those, there's and then and then Mara, there's Mara, and yeah. who also dies. Well, yeah, but that's after they've had a pretty okay life together. Yeah, it's but not then, like. But he still has a terrible track record of women. Yeah, but I mean, everybody dies in the Yuuzhan Vong War, so I mean, almost. Or no, she didn't. She died to. After that, when yeah, Jason, Jason fell. Jason kills her. Yeah, Jay- okay, yeah. yeah. So she, she, they had plenty of time together. He was Darth, like 70. Darth whatever. he's Cadus. Darth Cadus. This is a cool name. <laughs> I remember they had a contest to see who could name him. Like when I was reading the books, at the end of one of them, it was like, all right, send in your submissions to what we should call him. And when the book came out, he was Darth Cadus. I was like, I have no idea what that means, but it's really cool. Because, you know, all the Darth names mean something. Yeah. So <laughs> I, guess. I don't know what Cadus uh, is. it? Well... I wonder if it's from the, the Greek, uh, the what's it, Apollo's staff, yeah, the Caedicus, yeah. Caduceus. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want a word tonight. <laughs> uh, but I wonder if he was supposed to be the dark healer. Right. I don't know. Again, Google can be my friend later. I, yeah, Luke has a bad track record with women. He does. And well, you know, didn't really grow up around, you know, in the dating scene on, you know. The sand. That's true. I mean, <laughs> the only bar I know of don't like him or his kind. <laughs> uh, well, no, he wasn't a droid. It was the 
And then, then the well, Pond yeah, Pub's like, I don't like you, my friend. I, I, don't I don't like, like I don't like you either. <laughs> uh, there was uh, there's one girl, but she's in the she's in the deleted scene because he goes to Takashi Station and and the deleted scene and. I don't think I ever actually saw that. Oh, I've never seen the link. So yeah, that's where the name Wormy comes from. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, with him and Biggs and yeah, because yeah, because Biggs tells him that he's uh, he's joined the rebellion. He's, he's finished the academy. He's got yeah, him and a bunch of guys. Are oh yeah, I did hop in the freighter. I don't. Re- I obviously didn't make me think that Luke was working on his flirting skills though. Oh, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just pointing out there was a girl yeah. on Tatooine. They made a card over too in special edition. <laughs> um, I'm looking. I'm trying. I can't remember her name though because she's. I don't really keep up with the deleted in characters. There's Star Wars fans listening now are like, it's her. This. Um, but terrible track. It's it's gonna be some name that's actually really popular now, and it's gonna freak us out. <laughs> For instance, in West End Games role playing game. Yeah. Uh, there was. And I found this, you know, I'd played that game since high school or whatever. Uh, episode one comes out, Phantom Menace, and cool. Oh, look at Mace Window. He's a badass, right? Cool. Right. So I'm flipping through the book. We're about to run a game, and there's a small, short little alien that's the thing. He's one of the – who's the thing that, that goes up to the bar? Uh, a Chandralin? Is that yeah, what the, Jay, that Cabe. goes up to the bar and is just like, gimme, 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 gimme? Yeah, Cabe. Um, there's one of those in one of the role-playing supplements for the West End Games book. His name was Mace Windu. Oh, that's cool. And so it was like, <laughs> he, he transformed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Scotty's okay. on his phone, I am looking this up. So I'm we're, uh, Cammy. Cammy? Yeah, Cammy. Does she have a beret? <laughs> and awesome a, leggings. And I liked Cammy's... Um, Arm brace thing, the sort of gloves. Yeah, but it's like a metal. Go- I don't know what it is. Anyway, that, Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> that that got an evolution when Crossbones has them in uh, uh, Civil War. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, let's uh, just hit all the fandoms today. Yes. What? A- so, I'm trying to think of other relationships. There's not really any good ones. Lando's married and has some kids, right? In the legend, Who? Lando's married. He's got and, uh, kids. Eventually, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like, but he's like way older. He's like, like, no, I don't think he has kids though. He finds another woman of means. Yeah, like he is a man of means, like right. independently wealthy, and they just travel together. I thought they had kids. I don't think they do. I mean, they don't need more Legends universe, but I thought they had kids. I don't remember. It. I don't remember. I was all happy that Lando found someone. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for Lando. Let's. Uh, Chewbacca I'm, was killed by a moon. <laughs> he was. That's the most epic death ever. Gosh. Um, I'm. I, I'm really. I'm trying to think of relationships. I mean, I think the most stable relationship in all of them is C3PO and R2. <laughs> That's true. And I don't mean that as. I mean, not necessarily romantic, but right. just a stable relationship. Wedge and his wife. In the movies? Not in the movies. It was just, I'm, I'm thinking about any, any canon, legends, whatever. Okay. Well, if you want to go to legends, I mean. I thought we were talking about legends anyway. No, I, well, I went back. I, I brought it back around to the movies. I'm that's sorry. I wasn't following that part <laughs> <laughs> Um I mean, in the in the, in the the books, heck, yeah, Wedge uh, fell and Wedge's sister. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then they have Jagged, 
I mean, because they obviously didn't like their son. <laughs> they <laughs> named their son what? Jagged. J-A-G-G-E-D. Jagged. Jagged and Tilly's. Jagged Fell. No, Baron Fell and... Wedges. Oh, Bar- Oh, okay. See, I thought... And Jag uh, Fell and Jaina sort of... It's implied at the end... Well, I, I haven't read past the Cadus arc, but uh, they were going to go. And if you read the comics where, like, Darth Talon and stuff shows up... Right. Then there's a fell that is the new empress of the empire, right. but they're good and they have the the imperial knights and they're all and I'm yeah, pretty that, sure they're Jaina's progeny. That was the legacy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I did not. I read the. It first, was cool. I read the first issue because there's a Skywalker that Luke comes and says hi to as a Force ghost, right? But it's like seventy or a hundred years. Is it Cade Skywalker? Right? Yeah, yep. Cade yep, Skywalker sure was. I just know that um, Miss Darth what Kratos Crate 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 was the Tusken Raider Jedi in um, the Episode One comics that they Dark Horse did that. Series. Oh, did they? Yeah. So there's yeah, kind of money. So there's a Tusken Raider Jedi. <laughs> okay. Well, and there's sort of two because yeah. there's what's her name Tahiri, uh, in the young Jedi novels that is in love with Anakin, especially during the Yuuzhan Vong War. She was raised by the Tusken so Raiders. I, I didn't know she that. hated shoes. She wouldn't wear shoes. All right. So <laughs> I didn't know I was going to talk about this, and, and we'll do a we'll do a deeper thing on this. But this is just <laughs> a. Um, so um, Kaida Mundi is tracking down a. A lost Jedi or a rogue Jedi on Tatooine, and finds him, and he's um. He's been living with the Tusken Raiders, and is a Tusken Raider chief. No, because um, he's that badass. Yeah, and so uh, he, uh, Kaimani ended up killing him, and taking his son, who is half. I guess I think that dude was human, half human, half Tusken Raider. Took a took a, took a wife, mm-hmm. and so they had a son. And so his son was um, strong in the force. And so Kata Money takes him to train him. Okay. And so he ends up being the bad guy in the legacy story. <laughs> but then we get Darth Talon, who's pretty awesome. I guess. I, I like artwork. <laughs> <laughs> she party. She is pretty. <laughs> Twi'leks are pretty, man. I, I heart Hera. <laughs> Ula. Ayla. They're all pretty. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, this is different off in this space. It's because it's recently Valentine's Day. We're just talking about love and, and yes. And oh, that, see, we should have tied that in at the beginning. Then we would look like we knew what we were doing. We never know like, what we're doing. <laughs> it's one of those podcasts. Um, yeah, but so canons, canon relationships. No, I mean, there's yeah, of course, they're, yeah. Bail, <laughs> Bail Organa, and his wife. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, the, that's that, about it. That's about it. Yeah, and. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. Uh, Owen and Brew. Owen Brew. Owen Brew. That that was pretty long last. So, so so the lesson we take is it doesn't work out well for you even if you do have <laughs> you a good relationship. <laughs> I mean, like in Clone Wars, Obi Wan f- kind of has a girlfriend. But I heard that that Satine or yeah, Satine and she dies, and so yeah. it's like. Huh. And Anakin and Padme almost worked out, and then you know, and then he broke her heart and killed her. I don't understand that. I, I don't. still don't get that. I, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> we need to do an. We need to do a prequel re- retrospective. Oh or, gosh. Um, 
Yeah, but but see, I mean, none of the Jedi are supposed to have any anyway, so that's why yeah. maybe the whole thing, which I don't <sighs> see. That could be a whole nother show, maybe like the whole Jedi code. You know, there is no passion. You know, there is you know that whole right. Jedi code. It makes sense if they consider themselves truly neutral, right? But they consider themselves good and the guiding force behind the Republic or the peacekeepers. Right. But if you have no frame of reference for what's good, how do you keep I mean, you're just a neutral robot uh, with oh, a light sword. We'll get we'll get Drew on, on this comment. We'll get Drew to come we'll do it because because on one of the rebellion shows we did we we talked about just how Jedi are just terrible. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're not. I mean, we're curious about this, and uh, is that so? Jedi in the the Republic times would search the galaxy, find children mm-hmm. who were force attuned, right, and then train them, steal them. That's what I want to know. Yeah. So, is that is that a legal mandate that they allowed to, or or as a parent, do you have a choice, right? And or is it one of those situations where you know if it is a choice, is like well, it's such a high honor. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, I think that's what the the implication is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you've got three kids. If one of your th- your children were force sensitive, would you be like, it? See, you know, you have a six month. I mean, you had. I mean, like when they're babies, you're like, no, this one's new, uh, but he's yeah. force sensitive. <laughs> well, see the thing, the way they go your about it. Your wife would not do that. No, no, and I'm not saying I would either. <laughs> I'm saying, going, yeah. <laughs> or, or well, why can't we be Jedi? Jedi, uh, they, if they allowed visitation, like if it was, like, if it was like Hogwarts, right? And I could get them for four months a year, but but, but it, it's not. No, it's not because it's, it's, they're but, gone because their attachments, attachments yeah. are bad. So. Which is which, and that's the inherent kicker. Are they? I mean, you've got, you know, okay, frustration. Is a negative emotion mm-hmm. at time, or could be, could be considered a negative emotion, which is what they're trying to stay away from. But if you have no attachments, you have nothing. I mean, I personally, that's kind of frustrating. If you're alone, pretty frustrating. Drew's got, Drew's got like he's got two kids, two daughters, and they're. I think the oldest one's three, and the other one's you know, not yet one, or may have just turned one, mm-hmm. and. We had this, this. I had the same question, and then I guess talking about. So, why aren't there dark side toddlers? Because two year olds are terrible. They're nothing but. <laughs> they're nothing but emotion and demands. Sure. So you know you have a whole uh, whole group of just like the, the force is strong in the nursery. The dark side. It's all that place is a place of evil. Yes. <laughs> we want cookies. <laughs> I force am, lightning everywhere. <laughs> I, I am very fortunate that I missed, and, and I'm. I am fortunate. I feel horrible for my one wonderful wife, because when the twins see two, isn't the worst. Don't people always say terrible twos? Two, terrible twos are nothing on three. Three, when they're three, yeah, is the worst. Like year of emotion and training of getting them to act like. I'm not saying small adults, but yeah, at least yeah, not. Like, here, welcome to society. Yeah, this is no, what you, these are the rules we start following. That's when they really don't listen. I mean, that's in my experience and everybody else I've talked to at that time were like, yeah, three is much better than two, but everybody, terrible twos rolls better off the tongue, I guess. Or I guess so. Well, I was fortunate because I was driving a truck across the country that year. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would get many a phone call. If you come back, don't be surprised if there's only two. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, all three were fine and nobody got hurt. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, the, I, I completely get the, the if, how, how do you teach a two or three year old to be calm? You can't. Telling a child to calm down makes it worse. I promise you. Oh, yeah, you. <laughs> I can imagine. And so, I mean, I don't have kids. I'm lucked out. Uh, From a certain point, point of view. view. <laughs> Which we should have named the podcast that because that, that comes up every, every time. I, I think there's a lot of like, I want a cookie. You don't want a cookie. I don't want a cookie. <laughs> For those of you who didn't see, he just mind tricked. You don't want a cookie. Right. Well, <laughs> with this hand. I, I think I think they implied. You with think this, so? I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, you should take a nap. I should take a nap. <laughs> stuff stuff they never cover in Star Wars. <laughs> Go to sleep. No. Go to sleep. No. Force choke. <laughs> Sleeper hold. <laughs> Cross the room. I, because, I don't know. I was, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, Maybe that's why Jedi aren't supposed to have kids. <laughs> They're like, mm, no, we know better. Yeah. Mm. Nope. Uh, relationships in Star Wars is terrible. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, and that's, you were you were asking if, if, if or we were, probably brings you to the next point we're going to discuss, and that's, Episode eight, and if that's gonna, or if we're gonna see any burgeoning relationships there. <laughs> so the internet loves to uh, ship, and if you don't know what that means, that means bring together certain characters because of relationship. It's relationship, right? Look at there, no your internet. <laughs> um, they like to ship certain characters in in episode seven. It's it's Kylo and Ray. They they are just obsessed with Raylo. Because they're in the south part of the galaxy? I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure they're related. <sighs> Again, my theory. I, I don't know. Or my feelings on the subject. I don't know. I mean, I we'll talk about it. We'll talk about this episode. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about because we're going to bring Raylo. Right, Raylo. We'll talk about Ray and Kylo anyway. But my first thought, yeah, my first, my first gut instinct is she's probably Luke's daughter. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know how much sense that makes. Well, to me, from a storytelling standpoint, it's perfect sense because the story of Star Wars is the story of the Skywalkers. But <laughs> that being said, Ben's a Skywalker too. He is. And so it also could be his story. It could be. You know, yeah, you know, so it, it could very well be, but so so yeah, everyone's all happy about the, you know they want Kylo and 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 Ray to get together, and I guess that's fine. I I, I I'm like, what about Finn? Because <laughs> they want Finn and Poe to get together. I've seen yeah, that a lot too. Which, yeah, Finn and Poe. I don't. Which, does that have a cute name? Foe, <laughs> which is delicious, <laughs> but I think it's spelled differently. Uh, I don't know. Dammerflin, Dammerfin, Dammerfin. If it didn't, Finmeron. if it didn't, we coined it. Uh, I mean, that would be cool. Um, I mean, don't don't get me. Wrong. I'm not against you know, gay relationships with Star Wars. I mean, that's fine. If they want to be that progressive, that's great. Well, uh, continue. But to me, it's it, it's simple storytelling. That's what Star Wars is good at, right? And the simple storytelling they didn't establish that in Episode Seven. There's not really like. Because 
trust me, what Star Wars does is they beat you over the head with a point. They, right. They, 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 they're not like, well, they may be. No, they don't. They, they, I mean, if, if, if Poe and Finn were, and, you know, could be an item, they would pretty much make that. The, the lingering stare when they first saw each other, though, was pretty poignant. Oh, no, no. But it, he's but looking it, at his jacket. No, he, he's like, what's up, my jacket? They, they gazed longingly into each other's <laughs> eyes hug, because I, they missed each other. Because right. they did form a short, uh, quick bond in a, in a dire circumstance. Right, you know, men in battle. And, and if, you know, whatever route it takes, cool. Um, but both that and, and Raylo, I mean, they're really not needed. No. Because Ray, obviously, you want to talk about beating it over the head, obviously was beaten over our heads in Force Awakens, didn't need help. Right. I mean, she did to get off planet. Right. But, like, stop touching my hand. Stop taking my hand. Stop grabbing. You know, stop. You're holding my hand. Just stop it. And, and Finn's like, but you're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so but, gee, I, love, I love the, so who's back home? You got, got a boyfriend? None of your yeah. business. I love that scene. <laughs> but she's, she's, like, she's like a mini Leia. Right. I mean, she's a younger Leia. She doesn't need anybody. I mean, she, she needs help. She doesn't want to admit she needs help. At the beginning, but you also got to understand that she, you know, it, it's a different circumstance. Leia wanted didn't need anybody because she, she had orchestrated all the stuff, you know, on her own. You know, when she had help in the past to to mold her into that leader, Ray's got different experiences. She's been on her own, right? And so, I, you know, she doesn't even know how to ask for help when she needs it. She doesn't. Um, I mean, she's been surviving in that desert so long that. I mean, and, and making it work, but holding on to the hope that that ship comes up and picks her back up, like they'd probably know where to find her. Right. After how old is how old is she supposed to be? I think it's been at least ten years. So she's around. Like, if 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 a new hope is as a, a mirror of Force Awakens as it's supposed to be, she's she should be eighteen, nineteen. Okay. Um, but. And I think she's well. She's too young for that kind of thing, anyway. I mean, she. I, I mean, only think that now because my daughter's <laughs> getting to eleven, so get starting to get to that age. <laughs> right. where, Okay, so you're not thirty. You're not dating. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, that's what the look from Luke was. That stare. <laughs> you haven't been dating, have you? You're way too young. <laughs> well, I met this guy, and then, and then I met this other guy who tried to kill that guy. <laughs> I just thought of the most stable relationship in the whole of Star Wars. I'm listening. Mass. And Chewbacca. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Where's my boyfriend? Oh, I do love that Wookiee. I love Masamita. I do too. I, I, you know, you know, out of the new characters out of out of Episode Seven, I mean, she's super unique and really yeah. And I want to know where she got the lightsaber. <laughs> I want to. Well, I want to know who she got it from because I'm pretty sure somebody went down into Bespin and picked it up. Oh Whether yeah, it was her. Because she sort of has the force. Oh, she no, she doesn't sort of have. She has the force. She's not Jedi. But I, I, I just figured she was a sensitive, not a trained. Okay, so that's changed. Has it changed? Yeah, so that's changed. Um, apparently, um, everybody's technically force sensitive. You just made my, made my brain reset. Rebels is kind of the last Rebels episode, kind of changed how um the force works and especially with, with lightsabers um i don't know i thought we discussed this off air but no all right so <clears throat> i'll i know you haven't seen it but i can spoil it for you Go and ahead. our listeners all right so 
Switching to Rebels now. Okay. All right. So currently in Rebels, they um, um, it's all about the dark saber. The dark saber is the this black lightsaber that right. uh, they they tell the origin story. The origin is that it was created by the first Mandalorian Jedi. Okay. Well, didn't Vizsla have it for a while? <coughs> he he is Vizsla. So he he's pre Vizsla. Yeah, yeah. Pre Vizsla has it for a while, but he, he's from House. The the original Jedi guy is from House Vizsla. Okay. And so he made it. Was a Jedi with it, dies. It was stored in the Jedi temples until House of Isla came and stole it, and they've used it as a symbol of leadership among the Mandalorians. <coughs> Sorry about that. I'm dealing with a cold. So, in Clone Wars, Maul comes in with his brother Savage, mm-hmm. and they take over Mandalore, and Maul gets a hold of the Darksaber. And then... Things happen with Maul, and he vanishes, and so does the Darksaber. Well, Maul has the Darksaber still. Right. And so in Rebels, he has it on Dathomir, because he goes back to Dathomir, where he's from, sort of. I don't, sort think, of. I don't think he's born there, but he's from well, there. Well, no, because he's a Zabrak. Yeah, Zabrak, but... They have their own the, planet, Yeah, I'm well, sure. the Sisters raised him, so... Right. Um, and uh, he had a temp- he's kind of like a he's got like this cave and he's got all the, all this malt stuff all his you know memories and things among them was the dark saber, and then uh, that episode happens and then anyway Sabine ends up with a dark saber, and so Sabine's got this dark saber and she knows what it is because mm-hmm. she's Mandalorian right but she's Sabine she doesn't she, she's estranged from the Mandalorian her, especially her family and she doesn't want anything to do with it and um, uh, Finral discovers that she has it and so they coax her into using it to unite her people the whole episode is basically an awesome uh experiment in jedi training okay and so it's lightsaber combat uh-huh. and so we learn that lightsabers have crystals right right and lightsaber crystals are attuned to they attune to the user okay which explains in episode seven how Finn can use the lightsaber as well as he does against Kylo Ren at the end of the movie. So he his passion and love for Rey to defend her, the lightsaber attunes to him. He has his moment. Doesn't you know? He, Kylo's better with it. Yeah, knocks him out, and then. I see. I uh, just assume. And, uh, well, well, most people assume like, well, see, stormtrooper is a combat training, right? Yeah, but you're gonna say, but he was a janitor. No, no, I'm but, not saying yeah. he was a janitor. But no, but, he had. But but, stormtroopers are not trained with swords. No, but his, uh, if from what I read correctly, his roommate, traitor, <laughs> you know, the guy that comes out and prills out that electro tonfa. <laughs> yeah, but that's still not a sword. No, but that's that's hand to hand combat melee training, not just right fisticuffs. Right, but and so they've got they've have to have some kind of training. Well, yeah, with a stick, but I don't think they're using like. I mean, he's doing pretty decent maneuvers. Okay, none of them in that movie are doing anything awesome with lightsabers. No, but because not, none of them have had any kind of training. Right, but even Kylo. Right, but Kylo's but clearly had some more training because than the other. he, you know, trained with Luke for a little bit. But right, regardless. Anyway, the lightsaber attunes itself to the user, so lightsabers are in canon are now officially heavy to use. Luke has always wanted them to be heavy, and, right? And, and and but that sort of kind of lost in the way, and so to explain that, because um, they're energy putting pushing out, so mm-hmm. that's heavy, that force push, pushing, and not like the woo woo force, like the the science force, the physics science, force, not the woo woo force. 
<laughs> Welcome to this podcast. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Sabine, the better Sabine gets with the, the lightsaber, it attunes to her, so it gets lighter, and she be able, she's able to use it. The reason why is because the force flows through all living things, right? And so it flows through her, the light flows through the lightsaber. So she's all like, so technically, by that logic, everybody's somewhat force sensitive. It depends on how attuned they get. So now you got four sensitive of error. Like, like if they do that, that merit in the game anymore, they should take it out because everyone technically has it. Yeah. So it should be force tuned and, and, and whatever. Okay. That's the point I was trying to make. I mean, I, I, and I agree with like that. I mean, that's how I've always seen it. But to me, four sensitive was like, I'm sure you were thinking before as the merit in the game, you know, they, right. they, they can sense more. Than right. just having yeah, it. Force sensitive or force sensitive or force adapter. Like everybody who are not a Jedi who can wants to do stuff with the force. Right. So Maz can I've always like she's a force adept of some sort. Yeah. But, I, don't know. I mean it's all no, he's but you know, the way Star Wars is changing so rapidly nowadays, it's really interesting. And I'm I'm curious like with like like Fancy Flight who now has the rights to it, how they're going to adapt all these things into. Right. And if they choose choose to or not to. It's 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 because I mean I've played the RPG a few times, but I never played a Force-sensitive character. So. Yeah. Well, I've I just got my crystal for my saber finally. All right, go you. And uh, and it's cool when you read through the books, like they when they describe all the crystals. I really wanted to create Dragon Pearl because that thing's awesome in the game. <laughs> it howls when you swing it more than just the vroom vroom. Like I'm sure it does the <laughs> like uh, Ben does to scare off the Tusken Raiders. Right. Um, it, it, it describes it as howling, but uh, the one I got is pretty awesome. Makes damage output better, crits easier. But the descriptions of all the crystals, none of the descriptions give you a color. Right. So it's very cool because that still allows your player to be like, oh, I want a pink one. Right. You know, well, that's and, the and it says it happens when it attunes to them. Right. So it's kind of neat. So may, they might be getting some kind of information from, right. from canon people saying, hey, these got to be attuned. Well, now in canon... Um, uh, the because the, the Ahsoka novel explains red lightsabers because they're all synthetic. No, so that's been retconned. Yeah, that's that's not the, no, it's been legends. Uh, <laughs> I like the, I like the expi- explanation for okay, red lightsabers. Tell me, tell right, me, so tell me, tell me. The Ahsoka novel uh, red lightsabers are this: they are uh, kyber crystals, normal kyber crystals that have been affected by the dark side to the point they bleed, and that's and that's why they're red. But how uh, how do what? So they're kyber, so no, I, I got it. So but how does how does rock bleed? It's 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 not like real blood. It's it's they shift their color. Okay. And they call it, they call it bleeding. Okay. Okay. And so, because in the Ahsoka novel, um, Ahsoka, it starts out like right at like it's 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 the Ahsoka novel starts out when her and Anakin are together right before it, the episode three starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Anakin uh, uh, Maul is on Mandalore causing some trouble. And so Rex and Ahsoka and part of those guys go off to go fight and capture Maul. Anakin and Obi-Wan go to go rescue the Chancellor. Uh. And so that's the separation there. And so she's on Mandalore when Order 66 happens. And um, Rex and them take their chips out then. Right. And so, but even Ahsoka knows that while she's not uh, traditionally a Jedi, now, because she, she, she's already by then left the order, right? She's now like this special agent that she, you know that they knew could capture them all, so they they're using her, and uh, so she 
um, Rex puts his clone armor on a, a dead clone, and uh, they throw her lightsabers in with Ambaria and say, you know, Rex killed Lasoka, and so so she could hide. Mm-hmm. So Ahsoka doesn't have lightsabers for most of the novel, and then an Inquisitor comes down looking for her, and she kills the Inquisitor and takes his saber, mm-hmm. and her she cleanses it, and so that's why her her sabers are white. Oh, are they? Yeah, she has, yeah, she has white sabers. Okay. I hadn't gotten that far yet yeah, so in uh, Rebels. Sorry sorry to it's spoil fine. that. No, you're fine. I'm working on it. I'm getting there. But, yeah, she has, she has white sabers. Well, now, here's something that I know I thought about you, actually, as well as myself when I when somebody told me this. You know, when I see Ahsoka in Clone Wars, as far as I'm concerned, she has two green sabers. I've heard one's yellow and one's green. Is that true? Can you tell? Because I know uh, we're both uh, colorblind. I colorblind. thought they were both green. I, like, somebody was like, that one's yellow, dude. And I'm like, really? So, but they both look. I mean, I, I mean, they both don't like like the way I see green. They both look gray to me, so I don't know. Yeah, they will say they both look green completely. They look the same color because if they were if one was lighter or darker than the other, I could be able to tell. But they're probably the same shade, just different colors. Right. And I don't, you know, it could be my jerk friends telling me, "Oh yeah, watch this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, one's yellow. So if you guys know, please confirm Bless for that. us. Um, <laughs> but now they're white. She has two white sabers. Colorblind, now. leading the colorblind over here. Yeah, I gotta let you bear this. The second novel's good. Okay, it's really good. It's a really fast read. Yeah, I mean it's it explains um, fulcrum and explains uh, the lightsaber bit, and there's got some cool force stuff in there. And um, the the audiobook, I've got that too. If you want to send, you know, send you a copy of that, if you want to listen to it, because it's read by Ashley Eckstein. Mm-hmm. So Ahsoka's doing, but it's funny to hear like Ahsoka trying to do Darth Maul and Obi Wan. <laughs> it's 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 like close. It's funny, close. It's 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 just it's a good book. Cool. So speaking of Ahsoka, uh huh, I heard some rumors. All right, tell me rumors. Uh. Not only did I see rumors, I saw some very fine mock-ups of Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, yeah, if Ro- they were ever to do a live. Yeah, so Rosario Dawson last week had mentioned in an interview or something that she would love to do a live-action Ahsoka Tana film, be Ahsoka in that. Yeah, and I'm down. I'm down with that, too. I love I Rosario mean, Don't get Dawson. me wrong. I, I, Ashley Eckstein is Ahsoka to me. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, she's like Ahsoka to me, like Kevin Conroy's Batman to me. Right. It's okay if, if someone else plays her. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. And I think Ashley Eckstein's okay with that, too. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Rosario Dawson. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in, too. I think it'd be a I good film. I think she's just gorgeous. I, it, well, we should, you know, <laughs> I think it would, should be a fantastic film. And uh, you were telling me earlier of some other rumors about episode... The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, more like rumor. More like fan theories. Oh, okay. So, well, but still rumors. Right. So, um, so episode eight has, uh, uh, was it? Uh, Benicio. Benicio. I was trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Benicio Del Toro and uh, Laura Dern in it. Uh-huh. And um, the, I read a really interesting fan theory that uh, Del Toro may be playing um, Ezra Bridger. Right. Which would make him about Luke's age. Well, in fact, he's three days older than Luke. Right. So you you make you age. You know, I, I would I would you know, I would watch that all in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, and then um, he's just there to collect them. And Laura Dern maybe playing. She's supposed to be playing a Mandalorian, and so she could be playing Sabine. Yeah. Which I could buy too. 
I mean, I don't know. Laura Dern's aged pretty well. I yeah, mean, she still yeah, but looks like. Uh, I mean, Sabine's Sabine's at least a couple of years older than Ezra. Right, but I, yeah, I don't know. So, I could totally see her being more of a Hera, though, like that mothering. Right, but feel just well, just just based right. on her past performances. So so so. I had talked to this another fan a long time ago, and just throwing this out there because of the way Star Wars is. Ezra's last name is Bridger. The root word word is bridge. Uh-huh. So is he a bridge? He's a bridge to something. They're not going to let that go. He's a bridge. And so is he a bridge gap between, you know, the prequels and the, the Holy Trilogy or maybe something, a, a bigger bridge than that. And so in that theory, why can't it be Ray Bridger? I, Boom! I, I don't know. I never thought about his last name meaning something. Right. Because it's not something you generally think about when you look back on it. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess he did walk the sky. Oh, I guess he did fly solo most right, of the time. Right. Yeah, because, you mean, know, I guess Leia was down to earth <laughs> or Ghana. I don't know. I don't know. Skywalker, she also walked the sky. <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't know. I, just, I mean, it's just. Bridger to me is too on the nose not to do something with it. It's also Dave Filoni, so I mean Dave Filoni's that kind of the writer. So. Yeah. So well, I guess we'll see. I mean these are long shots because I'm seriously doubting they're going to throw any Rebels characters in, in a movie. We got we got Hera kinda in Rogue One, but not really. Yeah. I mean we got Ghost. We saw the Ghost and we heard Hera, but we don't see Hera. Right. We saw Chopper, and but but other than that we don't see. There's not like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a big a big commitment for them to do, make that leap. However, Saul Guerrero is in Clone Wars, and so and so Saul Guerrero is you know in Rogue One, and I think the only reason why he made the jump is because he was originally supposed to be in the one of the versions of the Star Wars TV show. Oh yeah, and so which is back <laughs> back up in. It's that time of year where we get rumors of a Star Wars television show. show. And, it was, you know, two years ago we thought it was going to be on Netflix. and Five years ago it was supposed to be a Boba Fett series. series and it's just like, I, you know, I, I'll believe it when I get it. Right. You know, when someone signed a director, you know, a showrunner or something. But I think Lucasfilm is just too happy making movies right now. Then again, Disney's looking at Marvel money, man. Look at look yeah, at Netflix. I mean, yeah, you know, throw it on Netflix. That, Come on, that uh, Daredevil. Now they got Iron Fist coming out. And, right. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, and it's doing well, and they're good. Right. And they have Rosario Dawson. Do you guys not see what's <laughs> happening? I'd watch an Ahsoka Tano series. <laughs> Just do it a series. That would be awesome. Oh my gosh, that would be cool. Um, but yeah, so you were you were telling me, and I, you sent me that article. About it, it's called Underworld. Yeah, or the rumor is, is that it's called Article. So Under- there was a version of the story at one time that was supposed to be about um, Coruscant, and it was about the crime families that live in the under underbelly of Coruscant. So while the Empire's doing the Empire thing, they were really focused on like the Godfather version of, of Star Wars. And while I'm interesting, you know, I would and trust me, I would want I'd watch a Black Sun series all right. day long. Give me give me Shizor. I'll I'm, yeah. I'm I'm in Gurry Gurry I'm yeah I'm in I'm in see Dash Render that that do that series all I could think of is Coruscant 
the underground, you know, part of the city. There are criminal families. There are heroes. There are villains. These are their stories. <laughs> <laughs> Law and order. Coruscant. Coruscant. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I... Sorry. I'm just... <laughs> law and order. Special droid unit. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, if it's, if it's after the uh, Emperor's Rise, it'd be like alien suppression unit. <laughs> See, that's where we can put our Zuckus and Forlombs. <laughs> See? It Full circle. Back in. Love when a plan comes together that we didn't plan out ahead of time. <laughs> I still want to make the Miss Hunter movie. <laughs> How do you make space like, like Starsky and Hutch disco space music? Oh, you just get the you get the, the um, wah wah pedal and just wah wah John Williams. Well, John Williams. <laughs> you know, I mean, it worked for the Cantina song. Come like on, you did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Figuring Dan up there. Modal nodes. Mad about me. Is the name of that song. That is mad about me. Yeah. Now, did you play? Did you get to play? <laughs> the old Republic at all? Um, the MMO that no, that, that came. no, yes, I tried it once and it was like I didn't get past very far. So I don't even remember the planet. I just remember look every planet I went to. I went to the jukebox to see where it was, and I finally found it. And nobody like the guys are running with. It, I was like, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, hold on, I'm fixing to put a song on. It's the Mad About Me, and they're like, so what is that? And I was like, you'll see. <laughs> and I did it, and of course the entire like. NPCs in the bar all start dancing. Right. Second our number one hit. And, and then and then like the, the rest of the people in my group are like, How, what? Why do you even? That song has a name. It's like, <laughs> dude, I've known that for twenty years. <laughs> More than forty. <laughs> yes. And you're you're playing Star Wars with me. It was like number one, like for six months in the Billboard charts. Mm-hmm. So it was it's up there. There was a disco version. I know. <laughs> it was bad. Oh. <laughs> I like Bill Murray's one. Is that the star? Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. Anyway. I think we have... Uh, now that we've derailed, derailed that train. I think we've had a nice journey through Star Wars Absolutely. today. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Scotty White. You can get everything at ScottyWhite.com. Guess what, kids? This week... <laughs> actually, right after the last podcast... Uh, I'm my illustrious co-host. Got a Twitter. Yeah, I went and go went and got on the Twitters. He's actually tweeted once or twice. I, I, well, I've retweeted once or twice. I have like no followers, so there's no point in me. Tweeting so go anything. follow him. Uh, it's JD uh, underscore Vertries. Yeah, at JD underscore Vertries. And there will be a link at the end of this um, on the show notes. Yeah, and make sure you go to Pezzyfet at Pezzyfet. I have Pezzy. to remember the whole at thing now. Yeah, at Pezzyfet. Oh, but now I'm part of the hashtag crowd. Welcome, uh, to, welcome to it. Hashtag Star Wars. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a podcast. Doing a podcast. <laughs> hashtag podcast. <laughs> anyway. Hashtag figure and Dan. <laughs> hashtag mad about me. Hashtag Forlom Zuckus. <laughs> Zuckrum. <laughs> See, maybe they're together. <laughs> right? That's, That's probably the most stable we can That is. Although I don't want to contemplate that. Hey, don't judge our journey. They're in love. <laughs> Robot. <laughs> Robots need loving too. I guess so. He's programmed for, I'm programmed for assassination and loving. Seduction. 
<laughs> Seduction and assassination. Assassination. I mean, look at Gurry. I would, because she's an android. <laughs> she has skin. She's a robot. <laughs> she a Terminator. <laughs> Coming to our next podcast, the Terminator Show. Copyright, like some film agency, then whoever <laughs> did that music that I just totally ripped off. <laughs> this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. And may the force be with you. I know. Well, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Her name was Leia. She was a princess. With the Danish on each ear and Darth Vader drawing near, so R2D2 found Ben Kenobi. Obi-Wan. He'd have to put the Death Star plans into the Rebellion's hands, so Luke and Obi-Wan had to get to Alderaan. So they stopped into Mos Eisley to have a drink with Han at the Star Wars, Star Wars Cantina. The weirdest creatures you've ever seen, huh? His name was Solo. Han Solo. He was a pilot with a blaster at his side and a smile 12 parsecs wide there with Chewbacca. He was a Wookiee. They met with Luke and Obi-Wan about the Millennium Falcon docking bay 94. 94. Stormtroopers at the door with a flash of Ben's lightsaber. Now there's an arm on the floor at the Star Wars. You've ever seen a at the Star Wars, Star Wars Cantina. Music and blasters and old Jedi masters at the Star Wars. Moss Eisley Space Court. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. You must be cautious. His name was Yoda. He was a Muppet. Darth Vader was so bad. By the way, he's Luke's dad. Luke kissed his sister. His hand got cut off. In that galaxy far, far away, Luke has had a lousy day. Boba Fett was so mean. Jabba had bad hygiene. Why didn't they all just relax back on Tatooine at the Star Wars? Star Wars Cantina. The weirdest creatures you've ever seen. Force will be with you. Always. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.